the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, look out. It's Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. There he is, live from Nashville. If you're watching Facebook Live or YouTube Live, it's uh, Drew Dixon. Uh, and I want to read this. So I'm going to read this bio here because uh, it's pretty amazing. Listen to this. <laughs> Drew Dixon is a team leader at Lifeway Christian Resources, co-founder and chief content nerd of Love Thy Nerd, public speaker, co-host of Humans of Gaming, editor, author, and has traveled all over the world to spread the gospel at nerd conventions. He's got a new book out. It's called Know Thy Gamer. We'll tell you how you can get it in just a few. Drew, wow, what a bio. Yeah, really. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, yeah, I don't know who writes these things, but uh, I appreciate it. <laughs> and I, I love the title, Chief Content Nerd. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we like to have fun uh, uh, with those titles. I love thy nerd. So. Yeah. Okay, so go ahead and give us a definition. Now, we probably all have different definitions, maybe. Well, how do you? Yeah. How do you become a nerd? What is the classification? What? Yeah, I mean, honestly, there's all kinds of nerds these days, right? You have car car nerds who are really into mm. cars and book nerds and everything else. But at Love Thy Nerd, we're, we're thinking of people who are into kind of geeky hobbies. So things like video games and board games and um, anime and comics and, uh, you know, um, superhero movies, all those Star Wars uh <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Who, all those things would would are kind of what we're thinking when we talk about nerds, um, and we think it's a big, it's a huge subset of people in yeah. our culture, uh, massive, and it's one that I think kind of the church either kind of thumbs their noses at or just yeah. kind of ignores altogether. Mm-hmm. And, and I love that we're talking to you about this because uh, my son, who's a senior in high school, uh, is I wouldn't say he's a nerd, but he loves playing uh, video games. He still plays Minecraft. I, st- I still don't get the, the whole Minecraft <laughs> craze, but, I, you know, maybe I'm, I'm a little too old for it. But uh, he, he loves doing that stuff. And, and I love that. You know, you've 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 brought something together where it's uh, you know gamers and the love of Christ, and you're you're bringing them together, and I love that. So thanks for what you do, Drew. Yeah, for sure. It's I think it's really important work. Um, I think all of our interests and hobbies, um, and maybe even obsessions, for the sake of sounding idolatrous, obviously we <laughs> want to be careful, but right. um, we want to be careful about our, our our hobbies. But at the same time, like those are opportunities for mission. And so, yeah, I hope that what we do at Love Thy Nerd actually opens people's minds to all kinds of ways you can love and serve your neighbor and point them to Jesus. Love it. Drew Dixon, uh, Know Thy Gamer, the book's out, uh, and we'll tell you how you can get it in just a few. Drew, I have a 33-year-old son, and I have a 20-year-old son, and they are both gamers, and one of their girlfriends uh, is, uh, is, is into anime. Well, in fact, both of them are into anime. I didn't realize anime was that I'm 62. So, you know, I'm going, yeah. Oh, I remember old anime from back in the, the 60s <laughs> sure. with Speed Racer. Right. And I didn't <laughs> yeah. know it was anime, but this anime thing has just gone 
It's crazy. huge. And my mm-hmm. oldest son still plays. I mean, he's a gamer. Uh, he's, he's, I mean, he's, he makes a lot of money, uh, not gaming, but he, he's got a career. He's soon to be wife and he's doing well. Yeah. And you would think, right. And an old mind, I don't anymore, but it's like, Oh, this will just kind of wear off. They, they, but they're mm-hmm. still full on tilt boogie playing games. Yeah. My 20 year old plays it upstairs still, and I can hear him yelling at other people. I thought, there was, <laughs> I thought there was a riot the first time I heard that. It's crazy. Well, what yeah. You're, yeah, Go what ahead. you're saying is actually, um, I think we'll probably give, because my book is aimed at parents and primarily parents of younger children than yours, but your older, your oldest child is an example that I think will give some hope to some listeners out there because a lot of parents have this fear that my kid is so into video games that they're going to like ruin their life. They're never Mm -hmm. going to be, they're never going to make something of themselves. Like they won't have a steady (laughs) job. Uh, Like like they'll drop out of college. They'll never move out of my basement. Uh, Those kinds of things. And so the fact that you have uh, a son who's uh, well out of, uh, you know, well into the workforce, making good money, taking care of himself and still plays video games. Yeah. But it's not, you know, not a, um, not a deadbeat. <laughs> but actually quite successful. I think we'll probably provide some encouragement. Um, yeah. So parents, if you're listening out there, the vast majority of kids who are really into video games, um, yeah, they end up being okay. <laughs> so. And the, the think- name of the book, go ahead. No, that is, because, I mean, you touch on something, no doubt you've talked to parents. I mean, every parent, I'm sure. I mean, like Dan has said, you know, it, it done, you know, some of the things Joshua does, you know, like Elijah, my youngest is like, okay, well, that means spending hours, but it's, but, but it is, it's a hobby that they can do. And there's something on the mm-hmm. other side of it. And as Dan mentioned, I love that you bring Christ into it. Uh, and you know, and as, as you say here in the bio that you're able to, you know, minister to people on, on all levels around the world. So this, so this, but I'm sorry, Dan, and I cut you off. What was your question? I just want to make a, no, comment. I was just going to start talking about the book, know thy yeah. gamer. And, yeah. and again, I love the title. Your, your titles are, are very creative and, and draw people in. And, and, and I love that. Um, so, so know thy gamer. It's, I, I love the fact that, parents oftentimes feel like they almost don't know their kids because they're, mm-hmm. they're so into the games and they play for so many hours, just yeah. endlessly. And for, for a, a society that's so full of supposed ADD people, my son can sit and, and watch that for hours and hours, not only play a game, but watch on YouTube at the same time, somebody playing the game and, and get clues on how to play it. Uh, so, so what is it about know thy gamer that, that you want parents to take away? Yeah, well, I think it's, it's in some ways it's kind of summed up in the title. I want parents to know their children better. Um, it's really hard to love someone without taking a deliberate, genuine interest in what they're into. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, if you're really into fly fishing, I don't know, it's just a random example, but every time we get together and you tell me about your fly f- fishing trips, I just check out and I'm just like, whatever there's Dan going on about his fly. Fishing trips. Uh, like, like that's not endearing you to me or me yeah. to you. That's not building a relationship. And um, yeah, I think parents are really good at taking a genuine interest in their kids with things like sports generally, 
or um, like the arts. You mm-hmm. know, if you have a kid who's really into piano and you were and you were into piano when you were younger, then like it's really easy to bond over that. But um, but with video games, for a lot of parents, if they didn't grow up playing them, um, it's it's a whole different world, yeah. and it feels so foreign. And a lot of parents have these. Um, stereotypes and assumptions about video games that they're going to ruin their kids. Um, and so they haven't, there's tension constantly in the home around video games. And so um, rather than video games being a potential source of connection, a way I can grow in my love and affection and relationship with my child, they become a source of, of disorder. And, um, and it doesn't have to be that way. You can be a really concerned parent who has genuine valid concerns about your child's hobbies, video games or whatever else, while still loving them, taking an interest, being curious and building a relationship. And so I went to help parents like do those, do both those things. Keep being concerned, keep being careful, keep being really discerning, but also um, don't assume this is evil, get involved, get invested, get to know your child. And, um, and that will help if they know you love them. If your children know you love them, then they're going to be a lot more receptive when you set down rules, when you give guidelines, when you have to step in and give consequences even for mm-hmm. like poor behavior around something like video games. If they know there's that care and interest, it's like, okay, I can accept this to some degree, you know? Yeah. Drew Dixon, the book's called uh, Know the Gamer. First game I ever played was Pong, Drew. It was uh, <laughs> it was uh, it was amazing. I mentioned that in my book, so yeah. <laughs> I played uh, as I mentioned my oldest son 33 now when he was I think he was probably uh mid middle school, high school whatever. We used to play James Bond and you know it's, it's so archaic. Mm-hmm. You think about it now what it, what you know, but it was cutting edge then. But we would play, oh, yeah. and that's what I did. I really didn't want to play, honestly, but I did want to just hang with him. And uh, some, yeah, uh, yeah, and, and he he wouldn't tell me the rules. So if uh, you know, you change your gun into a, <laughs> yeah. you change your gun into a grenade where you click something, and he would never tell me that. And he'd blow me up. He'd blow me up, and I'm like, dude, how did you do that? Oh well, you can. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but the beauty of it was. You know, that didn't rattle my cage. But what I loved was the time that we spent with that and Madden football yeah. and and uh, just all that. So mm-hmm. I think that's so cool that you because you're right. There's this idea that oh, they're so violent. Everything's so violent and they're obsessed. And, you know, like you said, they're going to end up in a basement somewhere living in a van <laughs> down by the river. <laughs> so. so your first game, Drew, what was your first game? That you ever played? Uh, my first, yeah, sure. My parents bought for themselves. My mom bought for herself and my dad a Nintendo Entertainment System, the original NES. Ooh, and wow. we had Super Mario. Yeah, Super yeah. Mario yeah. Brothers and Duck Hunt. On that, that would have been my first. She yeah. thought it was going to be their, their thing. And then she played Mario a little bit. And my brother and I kind of adopted the yeah. Nintendo as our uh, as our toy, you know. Uh, so, yep. Yeah, yeah. We had we had the Nintendo. Played uh, uh, Mario. We played Tecmo Bowl. That was always a fun one that, that I used mm-hmm. to love to play. Uh, and we go back. I go way back as uh, in television. I saw people play Pong, but I was too young to play it. <laughs> but, uh, it's just amazing how games have have changed over the years. And I, and I think that's part of what parents worry about is you know the the shooter, active shooter type things like. Like, um, uh, sure. 
uh, I'm trying. I'm trying to think of the Call name of, of Duty. it. Call of Duty. Thank you. Or uh, things like that yeah. that that can get violent. So so sure. so. What do you tell parents about that who have those concerns, Drew? Yeah, I mean, and I think they're all valid. They're valid concerns. Like I care deeply about the kinds of content that my children consume, and um, I want to be a part of. I want to be a part of the conversation. I want to be a part of the process. If, if they, whatever they play. I, I either want to be the gate that says yay or nay, we're going to allow this or not. But then I also want to be the person that when, when we do start to allow some things um, as they get older, that I'm the one that they go to, to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Like, Hey, I just experienced this and I don't know how to think through it. And as, as a follower of Jesus, I want to say like, Hey, here's, here's some, some guidance. So, um, so yeah, I think for parents for now, there's some, you just kind of need to start thinking about like, what, what do I want to allow my children to assume? And what do I, what do I not want to allow them to consume as, and as they get older, how's that going to change? But once you've kind of thought through that a little bit, there's some great tools out there to help you make those decisions. Um, ESRB.org is a great place to go. Just like movies are rated R or PG 13. There is a rating, um, system for video games. All games are rated based on their content. And so like a mature 17 plus game would mean anyone 17 plus. I mean, you should be 17 or older to play this, right? right. And then there's games that are rated E10. It just means everyone 10 and up. Um, and so ESRB.org would tell you some of that information. A website I like a lot, it's not a Christian website, but it is incredibly informative, is Common Sense Media. So commonsensemedia.org has very detailed reviews aimed at parents and tells you exactly what kind of content you're going to find in a given game. And then a final thing I'd mention is Twitch. So Twitch is where you go to watch people play video games. So it's a streaming service. Don't think, don't think Netflix, but mm-hmm. you're actually watching, like I could watch Rick's kids play video games on Twitch. If they streamed, uh, I'd be watching them play live. Um, but the reason that's a helpful resource is that you can go to twitch.com and then search for whatever game it is your kid wants to play. Let's say your, your child's like, I want to play the new Call of Duty. Will you go and search for the name of the new Call of Duty game on Twitch? And you can watch someone play it. And just watching someone play it for five minutes or less would give you an idea of whether or not the content in the game is going to be appropriate for your child. So I kind of hesitate to say, hey, here's the exact games you should and shouldn't right uh let your kids play but what i want to do in the book is equip parents to be confident like i can make these decisions it's not that hard with just a little bit of research i can i can get to the bottom of what i think is appropriate or not for my child drew dixon love talking about uh gaming know thy gamer dan if it's okay i'd love to to keep him for another segment we're pretty much running along on this one we'll just carry him and, uh, to, you know, take a break. We'll be right back. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.